yeah. What's up, everybody? Crook Dog here. Episode 3 of Sports Cards Nation. Oh, yeah. What's going on? Here we go. So, uh, how is everybody doing? Uh, figured I had a little bit of time here. Cut another episode. Having a little fun doing this thing. Uh, hoping everybody out there is enjoying it. So, I just got done cutting my grass and I fi- uh, I said cutting my grass, not smoking grass. So yeah, just got done cutting my grass and I figured, you know what? I need to do another episode. I got some time to kill here and uh, I need to kind of work on trimming down my episodes just like I was trimming the grass. <laughs> See what I did there? That was fucking stupid. Anyway, anybody fucking knows, I actually used to fucking hate cutting grass, man. God, I hated it. I don't mind it anymore, I guess just because I'm getting older and something to do. But uh, when I was fucking younger, dude, I'd fucking have that blade all the way down as far as you could fucking put it. I was fucking always fucking throwing dirt and fucking throwing sand, cutting that shit right down to nothing. And yet I figured, hey, fucking cut it one good time, fucking sun will kill it off, and I'm good for the summer. I fucking hated cutting grass. But uh, the old lady would get on me about it, so, uh, you know, had to raise the old blade up and cut it the normal fucking way, and, you know, that's the end of that story. But, uh, cutting it, but true story here, though, uh, one thing about fucking cutting grass, I've noticed fucking landscapers, dude, thank God I'm not a landscaper, because I do like the, a fucking break once in a while. Landscapers, dude, they do not fucking stop. True story, man. They just don't fuck... If there's fucking three inches of snow on the ground outside and they could fucking possibly cut the grass, they would still fucking cut the grass. I never got a fucking landscaper to do my own lawn because if you notice, I think it's the biggest scam in the fucking world. They fucking come at least twice, maybe three times a fucking week when you really got only got to cut it one fucking time. But they're going to tell you, nope, you just want to skim the top layer off and fucking have it all even and we'll be back in a couple more fucking days and do it again. Fuck all that. Cut that shit like a fucking buzz cut in the fucking military and be done with it. Uh, you notice they always got to fucking talk you into coming two, three times a fucking week. Dude, I want you to come one time, cut it, and be gone till fucking next week. But anyway, back in the day, uh, I always fucking remembered this. Uh, my brother used to work with me in this field uh, pulling cable, you know. <laughs> but uh, we were both working with this way back in the day. We were working in the uh, working in an office building. So uh, it was just two of us working that day. And uh, I think it was a new construction site, so there was, really wasn't anybody there. But, uh, you know, as we were driving into work that morning. Now, uh, you know, we heard there's going to be fucking thunderstorms and shit that afternoon. So, like, yeah, it's cool, whatever, we're working indoors. So, life is good. But, uh, so, came down to it uh, mid, mid-afternoon, mid you know, a little bit after lunchtime. Sure enough, you know, fucking winds were picking up. Fucking torrential fucking rains, dude. It's fucking pouring down. And uh, we're just looking out the fucking window, and all of a sudden, a fucking tornado siren start going off. And I'm like, no shit, dude. We look out. Fucking the sky is green. No joke. Green sky. Fucking shit's whipping all over the fucking parking lot. Trees are fucking bending over. Fucking hail. Probably like marble-sized fucking hail. Just fucking pouncing off the fucking windows. And we're like, oh, no shit, dude. Because if anybody knows me and my brother, we were fucking nut jobs. We we were always into tornadoes. Uh, We wanted to go fucking chasing them on our fucking, you know... 
time off our vacation days we're gonna go to fucking the texas panhandle and see if we can get into a couple of twisters you know chase down some fucking tornadoes um but anyway so we're like no shit man cool so we stop we're doing we're fucking staring out the window like oh man man we're gonna see a fucking twister maybe we'll see a fucking tornado and uh sure enough as we're fucking staring out the window fucking green sky high winds trees bending over marble sized fucking hail pouncing off the fucking uh, windows what do i see I see a dude, a Mexican dude, he's got an orange vest on, he's got a fucking sombrero on, I don't know if it was a sombrero, but one of them big ass fucking wicker hats, got it strapped underneath his chin so the bitch don't blow off his head, and he's got a fucking weed whacker, and he's fucking cutting the grass in the middle of a fucking tornado, and right behind him, here comes his buddy on the fucking lawnmower. We were just, me and my brother just looked at each other like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Are, are, are we really fucking witnessing this? Two guys fucking cutting the grass in a fucking tornado. What the fuck are you cutting? Uh, anyway, true fucking story. Couldn't fucking believe it. So ever since that day, you know, I'll go around noticing fucking, no matter what the weather condition is, they're out there cutting the fucking grass unbelievable you fucking landscapers i don't know if you guys got a grass fetish or what you guys just love the fucking grass you love fucking cutting it and uh the other thing is my fucking high school dude we were called the uh lands cruise lancers my high school but uh the, i think i'm gonna start a petition i think they should rename the fucking school to the uh lands cruise landscapers that's right instead of the dude with the fucking sword riding on a horse they should have the dude fucking pushing a fucking lawnmower that should be their fucking emblem because no joke i'd say about 75 percent of my fucking class uh fucking after graduation went off and started grass cutting businesses that's right they all started their own landscaping businesses why I don't know. Might have been something in the fucking water. Fucking made them want to cut grass. I don't mean I fucking hated grass. I didn't even fucking smoke it. I hated it so fucking much. But anyway, so yeah. And the thing I found that was uh, funny, the funniest, uh, was when as we fucking, you know, all going through high school and shit, you know, I was cool with a bunch of these guys. We'd talk, we'd bullshit, we'd hang out, you know, this and that. Well, right after fucking graduation, right after fucking high school and shit, all of a sudden, these guys get a fucking, you know, they get a pickup truck and they put their name on the side and they buy a lawnmower and a fucking weed whacker. And all of a sudden, they're better than you. They don't fucking talk to you anymore. I mean, really, dude? You put your fucking name on the side of a pickup truck and you cut some grass and you're fucking better than me? You know, because I've ran, you know, like in bars and shit, you know, I've run into them in bars and I haven't seen them in a while, you know, and I'm, hey, you know, hey, so-and-so, how you doing, hey, what's up, man? And they'll fucking just look the other way and fucking nose up in the air like they're walking by a fucking wooden figurine, you know what I mean? Like they didn't even fucking see me. I'm like, dude, really? And then you look out the window and sure enough, there's their pickup truck with their fucking name on it and a fucking lawnmower and weed whacker, and they're better than you unbelievable it's funny how somebody will slap their name on a fucking vehicle and just think they're the cat's pajamas you know what i'm saying it's a fucking name anybody can fucking do it get over yourself unfucking real now there's the fucking landscapers out there that are cool i know quite a few of them too i mean they're cool they don't fucking doesn't let it go to their head but it seems like 
the whole fucking city of fucking Harrison Township, fucking all them guys are just fucking in their own world. And they only, they will not associate with you unless you have a pickup truck with somebody else's name on it that you drive or your own name on it or you cut fucking grass. They won't associate with you. They got like their own little fucking landscape and fucking hangout crew. But that's cool. Whatever. I don't, I don't think I fucking ever picked up a tissue over that one. You know what I'm saying? Never shed a tear. L- goodbye. I look at those guys like the fucking grass. I put in my fucking bag at the end of the day. Put it out on the curb and so long now. Bye-bye now. Anyway, I'm not going to waste no more of your time about fucking cutting. Oh, well, here, here's a, got a couple of fucking funny stories here too while I'm on the fucking grass cutting story. I always thought about the story with Big Petey, my good uh, good friend Big Petey. I know I brought him up a few times. I'm going to have him out here on the show eventually. But Big Petey always told me he had a little incident like I did. And you know, you always got them fucking jobs. Well, we used to work at Gibraltar Trade Center back in the day, and you used to always try to find a little extra job to make some extra cash. Well, Big Petey def- decided to answer a uh, landscaping ad. So uh, he said he showed up the one day. Guy was going to pay him, you know, cash money. Worked as long as he wanted to. And uh, so he could start out fucking weed whipping. So Big Petey said he grabbed the old weed whipper, fucking a gas one, fucking started up, and he said he was fucking weed whipping along. He said he he lasted about five fucking minutes. He said, dude, the thing stunk so bad. He's like, shit fucking bouncing off my shins. My fucking shoes are all green. He's like, you know, I'm hitting fucking rocks and sticks and shit. He said, I was done. I threw the fucking weed whipper down in the grass, got in my fucking car, and drove home. (laughs) That was it. He was done. Five minutes in the fucking landscaping business. And I think I beat him by about two minutes in my fucking landscaping business. I did the same thing. Uh, answering an ad, was going to fucking uh, work, do some landscaping on the side on my days off from Gibraltar, trying to make some extra cash. So uh showed up the one day, and uh, the guy said, yeah, you're going to be pulling weeds today. Fucking pulling weeds? I didn't fucking sign up to pull weeds. Hey, let me fucking run one of them cool-ass fucking lawnmowers or fucking one of them fucking weed whippers or something. Let me at least fucking use a machine. He's like, no, 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 I need you to fucking pull weeds. I was like, seriously? So he takes me over to this one area. It's a bunch of fucking bushes. And all around the fucking bushes are just weeds upon weeds upon weeds. I was like, so you still want me to fucking sit here and pull all these out with my fingers fucking hour after fucking hour? He goes, yep. I go, all right, I'll be right back. So I get up. I start walking to my car. He goes, where are you going? So I'm going to get my fucking weed puller. I left it in the fucking back seat. He's like, what? Got in my fucking car, shut the door, started the engine, drove off. Never came back. See you later, dude. <laughs> Didn't sign up to pull fucking weeds. Anyway, that was my last. So, yeah, Big Petey, I think I lasted two minutes compared to your five minutes. But uh, that's a fucking grass story, the landscape and shit. All done, all over with, and uh, moving on. Getting straight to, like I said, I'm going to try to trim this shit down. Nobody wants to hear me fucking flapping my jaws for a fucking long time. So I'm going to try to trim these episodes down and get right to the fucking sports cards uh, version of it. So I noticed, uh, we'll get right to the cards right now. I noticed um, people, uh, a lot on eBay now, uh, I've noticed the last couple weeks, people uh, putting the old Zion Williamson cards and uh, LaMelo Ball cards on the fucking, on the old eBay there. That's good, man. Keep fucking throwing them out there, because I'm fucking buying them all up. I mean, do you guys really think Zion Williamson's fucking washed up? It was only his second year. 
He's only had, you know, he didn't do great, but the guy don't suck. He's going to be good. Trust me. So, uh, hey, you guys, keep throwing his fucking cards on there. I'll keep buying them. Zion Williamson. If you have them, hang on to them. Don't be like other, these other fucking geeks fucking putting his shit out there because they think he sucks because he had one bad fucking year. Only a second year. Have you guys ever heard of the sophomore slump? Yeah, that shit's true in fucking sports. It happens. So, no, no. Zion Williamson is going to be a monster. Trust me. He's not going nowhere. So, and LaMelo Ball, I don't know what the fuck happened to him. I mean, he was tearing it up this year. His fucking card went from $20 to fucking $80. I mean, there's some of them that are 100 plus. But now, all of a sudden, towards the end of the year, they were talking about how he wasn't going to get Rookie of the Year, and, and he got injured there for a little while. He was sitting out. All of a sudden, just tanking. Went down to $40. And everybody's... Th- you, you can get the fucking shit for dirt cheap right now online. Get his fucking cards. Dude, he was a fucking rookie. I mean, people expect... These guys to come out and be a fucking LeBron James or Michael Jordan, one, two, three. No, dude, it doesn't work that fucking way, okay? It, it just doesn't. These guys need time to develop. I mean, they're fucking straight out of college. Some of them straight out of high school or the fucking G League. They need time to develop. So, whatever. You guys want to throw all those away too? I'll take them. Throw them right away. I'll leave a trash can right out front on the curb. It says, sports cards only. You guys come on by to your old crook dog's house. Throw all your... Zion Williamson, your LaMelo Ball, all your fucking rookies you don't like anymore. Throw them in my trash can. I'll take care of them for you all day long. What about these other people? Look online right now uh, for, like, football. Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, uh, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, all the top quarterbacks that were picked this year. You can't touch their cards for under face value, for under face value right now, they're going up above and over. I'm talking like as much as fifty percent, even two times, three times over. Dude, they haven't even fucking played in the NFL yet. They haven't even taken a fucking football snap. You know what I mean? They haven't even touched a football in the NFL or stepped foot on it. Give these guys a fucking uh, chance. You know what I'm saying? Can't even touch your cards right now. I'm laughing at those people. They're buying all that fucking shit right now, and they're going to get fucking stuck with it all. That's right. Stuck with it all, because not all these guys are going to pan out. They're not all going to be superstars in the first year or two. People, if you get one of those Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson cards, wait. Just wait. Don't pay those outrageous prices that people got them on right now. Don't do it, because you're not going to make no money on it. I mean, if you're a big time uh, collector and you need it right here right now okay whatever but if you're fucking looking to flip some cards and make some cash don't get stay away from them right now they're going to come down way down trust me when they have that one or two games and they suck balls and they got to fucking sit and the other fucking their backup comes in or they don't end up starting this year people are going to throw all those cards away because uh, that's what people do they're so impatient they can't fucking sit and wait on anything so hey let them take all those too. Uh, I've been seeing tons and tons of fucking 80s and 90s baseball, basketball, football, hockey. Dude, throw them away. Don't. I see them all on eBay. Nobody buys them. Everyone's putting them on there. Nobody wants them. Any cards from the 80s and 90s, anybody knows is a true collector, are garbage. They made so fucking many of them that they don't fucking, they're not worth anything. Um, you can look it up. There's a uh, documentary out there. This guy, he went. He, he's got. I mean, 
probably fucking millions of fucking cards, uh, a lot of them from 80s and 90s. He was going around, he did an actual documentary on Netflix, going around trying to figure out why they're not worth anything anymore. All the money he paid for them back in the day, they're not worth crap. So he found out that, yeah, they made um, an overabundant supply of these cards. Everybody's got them, and so that means they're not fucking worth dick. You can't fucking give them away. You can't fucking sell them. Can't do nothing. So what did he do? No lie. At the end of the fucking film, he sits down with thousands and thousands of cards, boxes upon boxes, and just fucking starts a fucking bonfire and burning all these fucking cards because that's all they're fucking worth anymore is firewood. That's it. So if you got some of those 80s or 90s, dude, they're not worth it. Starting out in like in the 2000s, they start finally the... Card industries are like, whoa, we got to do something fucking different. So that's when they started out coming out with the autographs. They started coming out with like jersey cards. You know, they'll take one of the players' jerseys, game one jerseys, and cut it up and put it, put the pieces of jerseys in the cards. You know, make shit kind of, you know, so you can only make so many of them. You know what I mean? So you're not making fucking millions of them and everybody has one. You know, I got so many of them. Like, usually I'll see they'll make like 999 copies of a card that's it autograph versions jersey ones stuff like that so there's only 999 of those cards out there and there's fucking hundreds of thousands of fucking people that collect them so yeah they fucking always go up in value people are always looking for those one cards and shit like that so the industry did get smart so anything after 2000s you know you can start looking for some of the other better stuff and today you know they got they they got a grip on things they finally figured it out but back in the 80s and 90s dude Burn those cards like fucking firewood. Just fucking burn them. Um, I noticed uh, James Wiseman. I'm cleaning. Dude, they're throwing. He got injured at the end of the year. Uh, James Wiseman. Keep throwing them away. There are people are dumping them. I'll take them all day long. I couldn't even tell you how many of them I have right now. Uh, Anthony Edwards. Dude, these guys are the fucking, you know, top three picks of the fucking draft. Uh, Anthony Edwards with the number one pick. Dude, the guy's going to be awesome. You know what I mean? I see they're dumping his cards. They're going down in value because the guy wasn't a fucking, what, a Kobe Bryant or a fucking, uh, you know, um, uh, bring up another Patrick Ewing or, you know what I'm saying? Just He wasn't a big, he's big, huge fucking superstar year one, so people don't want to fucking hang on to him. Whatever, that's cool. I'll take those. All day long, too. They're giving them out like Halloween candy. James Wiseman, Anthony Edwards, Zion Williamson, LaMelo Ball. I'll take them all. Stay away from the fucking high-end quarterbacks that just got drafted. They're not worth nothing. 80s and 90s cards, fucking burn them. Um, oh, I'm going to give you guys a little tip here before I get to my... We got a... Whoa, hang on a second. What do we got here? Uh, uh oh, hang on. Whoa, oh, what's this? Oh, I see a little something interesting. See something a little interesting here. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Major dump alert, people. That's right. You're hearing it right here. I told you guys on the last up. Woo, easy there, Michael. I told you there on the. There's a little hint. I told you on the last episode, get rid of your Anthony Davis. Well, people, get rid of your Mike Trout cards. That's right. Mike Trout is on the Crook Dogs major dump alert right now. My man is injured. He blew his calf out. Uh, they don't even know if he's going to come back this year. 
And uh, if you noticed, he's been injured, uh, shit, almost every year now. I mean, he's past his prime. He's on his way downhill really quick. I think he's on the same sled that uh, Miggy was on, uh, Cabrera, when he was at the top of his prime, and he just hit on that fucking sled and went right down on fucking ice, man. million miles an hour. Whoa, shit. <laughs> that must have been from one of them L.A. tacos there, Michael. But anyway... Get rid of your Mike Trout cards. Put them all on eBay. Uh, just try to get what you can for them. Uh, he's tanking. He's he's garbage. He's not like he used to be anymore. Past his prime. Injured all the time. Get rid of them, people. They're, just do what you can. You know, maybe somebody like Crook Dog will go out, go on there and buy them from you. But Mike Trout, major dump alert. That's right. Ouch. <laughs> that one had to hurt. Exactly. But anyway, the end of that, that's the old dump alert. Mike Trout, get rid of those cards if you can. Um, and I'm going to give you guys a little, uh, anybody out there play FanDuel? Because I'm going to give you a little FanDuel secret here. Um, I've been doing FanDuel now three, four years. I think about three years. Uh, I've been really into it. I do uh, baseball, fantasy baseball, fantasy football, basketball, hockey. I got the fucking key nailed down for baseball, people. If you play FanDuel, you want to make some money. Now, you can be greedy or you can be me, just like me and play for fun. But FanDuel, fantasy baseball, people. Listen, I just hit the other day, uh, Tigers versus Royals. I think it was 10 to 3 or whatever the Tigers won. I hit for $238 on a $1 contest. That's right. A $1 contest, I won $238. How did I do it? I'm going to tell you how I did it. But I'm also going to tell you, these last three years of the system I finally figured out in baseball, I tried in football, I tried in basketball, I tried in hockey, it's not working. There's always got to be a system. I, I can't believe that people just get lucky and fucking draw names out of a fucking barrel. Or they sit there and study all fucking day. I ain't got time to do that shit. So what I started doing is I started picking just the Tigers um, and the team they play. All the Tiger games. So you can pick your team, your favorite team that you like. Try to fit in the top four batters from each team. So like when the Tigers play you know, Kansas City, I took the top four batters. Um, batting one, two, three, four for the Tigers versus the... Um, Kansas City Royals, their top four batters, batting one, two, three, four. Um, you can't always fit them in that way, but uh, most of the time you can. And if not, then, you know, hit the fifth batter, hit the sixth batter. Stay away from seven, eight, nine. I mean, they're at the bottom of the lineup for a reason. So, anyway, so I've been taking the top four batters of each team, the Tiger, Tigers versus whoever they play, and I take the number one or number two pitcher of the day. Now, those are always going to be a lot of money. You know, they're always 11000 12000 Things like that. If you play FanDuel, you know what I'm talking about. So you got to try to fit those batters in with the best. You want the best pitcher of the day. That's where your fucking money is. I mean, these guys are scoring 50, 60. I've seen as much as fucking 80 points from a fucking pitcher. Okay? Uh, if a batter has a really fucking good day, he's scoring 30, 35 points. And very rarely he goes over that. So you want the best fucking pitcher of the day. And you want... Just stick with your team, man. Always stick with your team plus whoever they play. Try to fit in the top four batters. And, dude, I'm telling you, this is what? June already. Uh, the end of June. And uh, I've been playing since opening day April. So 
uh, almost three months now. I only do the dollar contests. Yes, now I'm ahead of the game. Trust me, I didn't play 238 fucking games. So I'm ahead for the year already. All in all, over three years, I'm up over five grand doing it this way. Uh, I did hit a big one. Uh, I think it was for like uh, $3,200. That was uh, last year, I believe. I hit for $3,200. And I'm talking a dollar contest. I've never played more. You can play $2, $5, $10, $20. Play whatever you want. You want to fucking go for 50, 60, 70 grand? Go for it. I just play for fucking the hell of it. Play for fun. This ain't my fucking career. So, uh, and I'm way ahead of the fucking game. I'm happy. I'm having fun. I uh, get to watch the game and it fucking means something because I got my fucking players in there. You know what I mean? So, yeah, little secret for you. I'm already up over five grand. Um, just doing dollar contests. One dollar contest. Imagine if I did do the fucking two, five, ten, or twenty dollar contests. Uh, fuck yeah, I'd probably be in six figures, but anyway, I don't do those, I don't believe in spending that amount of money to fucking get your ass kicked most of the time, but when you do hit, you fucking hit, so that's my little fan duel secret for everybody, um, I hope everybody, uh, enjoyed it, I hope you use it, because, uh, I'm telling you, it's gonna take a lot, I mean, like I said, it almost took me three months to fucking hit, but I hit, and now I'm ahead of the fucking game, trust me, Tigers didn't play 238 fucking games this year, so I'm ahead of the fucking game, uh, it's all, I'm playing on FanDuel's money now for the rest of the season, so if I hit one or two more times, hey dude, I had a good year and had a lot of fun doing it, but anyway, that's my little Crook Dogs FanDuel secret, that's right, so, I think that's about does it this week on my, uh, where am I at here? Told you I'm going to try to keep this shit down. Don't want to fucking bore the shit out of everybody. But that's about it on my sports cards this fucking week. And uh, let me see what I can find here for everybody. You know me. I got to go out with a fucking bang. There uh, we go. Boom, 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 boom. Hope everybody's having a good time. Hope everybody's having a good fucking week. A good summer, that's for damn sure. I noticed a lot of people uh, are working their way back into the uh, workforce uh, and going back from working from home, going back into the offices. Trust me, I noticed that on the goddamn roads. I used to love it during the pandemic. You could fucking fly down the highway at fucking 90 miles an hour and nobody fucking around. Now it's back to fucking bumper to bumper fucking traffic jams every morning. That's fucking sweet. Gotta love it. So uh, a lot of people back to, I'll tell you what, I did not miss while fucking uh, everybody um, off. I did not miss the fucking uh, bathrooms. That's right. The fucking public restrooms and all the fucking buildings that you work at and shit like that. Or all the buildings I work at. Uh, God damn, man. One of my fucking biggest pet peeves in a fucking, you know, public bathroom. You know, working in these fucking office buildings and these hospitals and shit like that. Number one thing, dude. I don't know about you, but I can't fucking stand when you get the fucking blame for somebody else's fucking explosion. You know, let me tell you what I'm talking about. You know, men, you go into one of these fucking bathrooms and you open the fucking, a lot of times there's two doors. You open up the first door and you're on your way in to open the second door and that second door will swing open and there'll be a guy and it usually be a larger man. And he'll fucking give you the old wink as he's walking out. And you're like, what the fuck was that? A nice big old smile. And you're like, what the fuck was that all about? Sure enough, you walk through that second door and BAM! Right in the fucking face it hits you. What the fuck did that guy just fucking shit out? Holy hell! Smells like a fucking dead animal in here. 
So right away, when you walk out of that bathroom and somebody else walks in, it's going to be your fucking blame. You're the one that fucking blew out that fucking bathroom. Dude, sometimes it stinks so fucking bad, you can't believe that came out of somebody's asshole. You know, how could a human create such a toxic fume that it fucking curls your fucking nose hairs? Honestly, you can't breathe. You want to fucking breathe, your fucking lungs will lock up and you fucking choke to death in a fucking public bathroom. You want to just, you know, a lot of times I just want to kick open a fucking stall door and see what the fuck he left behind. You might see a fucking baby sheep or something, whatever he fucking shit out of his ass because holy hell, smells like a dead animal. So you fucking hurry up, do your shit, you know, go to the wall, John, and hurry up, take your piss, try to hold your fucking breath and hit the handle to flush and you're washing your hands and you got just a couple of seconds left before you got to take a gasp of air. Hurry up and grab that piece of paper towel, wipe them hands off and start jetting out of the bathroom. And sure enough, here comes another guy. And what do you do? You wink at him and smile (laughs) because guess what? He's going to walk into whatever you just did and he's going to think it was fucking you. So you just got to grin and bear it. That's right, motherfucker. That was me. (laughs) I left that one just for you. And, uh, one, one disgusting thing I've noticed, I don't know how many times you guys have fucking noticed this in a fucking bathroom. You're in there in a fucking wall, John. You can tell there's some fucking rather large man in one of the fucking uh, stalls. And uh, he's just having a fucking hell of a time over there. You know what I'm saying? He's fucking, you know, you can hear him just grunting and groaning and hitting his foot on the ground and scratching the side of the stall. He's fucking giving it hell in there. But uh, my man, I don't know what the hell. And then all of a sudden the aroma hits and you're like, oh yeah, here we go. So that dude, he'll finish up. You'll hear him pull his fucking pants up and fucking little belt clinking and put his belt on and open up the door and walk straight out of the bathroom without fucking washing his hands. Dude, what the fuck is your problem, you big, fat, nasty piece of fuck? You don't know how many times I want to run out of the fucking bathroom with a two-by-four and smash him in the back of the skull. Be like, you big, fat, nasty bastard. You just was fucking slinging feces in there who knows what the fuck just came out of your ass you know this shit's all over the place and you're just gonna walk out of the fucking bathroom into the fucking regular world and touch everything and touch everybody like fucking nothing happened you disgusting slob fucking wash your hands okay people you use a goddamn bathroom you wash your fucking hands sorry it might take fucking Two minutes out of your fucking day, you know, my man's running off to a fucking hot dog. He just shit out fucking breakfast and he's got some fucking room for a couple of hot dogs and a hamburger and he's running off to the fucking nearest fucking cafeteria. But fat fuck, wash your hands, okay? Another thing irritates the fuck out of crook dog in the bathrooms is when you use one of them fucking uh, private bathrooms, just the single ones, you know? So you go in there, and I don't know about you guys, but my wife tears my head off because I like to build the old bird's nest. You guys you guys like building bird's nests? I do, okay? I'll fucking use a fucking half roll of fucking toilet paper, build me a nice little soft fucking cushiony nest to sit my sweet little ass on when I'm taking a shit. Because I don't know about you, but you're only given one ass in life. 
take care of it. And I do. I make sure she's nice and pristine on a nice, soft, cushiony seat. You know what I'm saying? And plus, have you seen some of the asses that have walked out of some of these bathrooms? You don't want to touch the same fucking seat. And I'll tell you what. The people out there that say, Oh, hey! Ah, uh, rest area, I mean, uh, public bathroom toilet seats are cleaner than your cell phone. Are you fuck? They did a scientific study on that. They're cleaner. Really? I'll tell you what, Mr. Scientist. Let me take you into one of these fucking bathrooms. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put a piece of fucking cheese right here on a fucking toilet seat. And I'm going to put a piece of cheese right here on my fucking cell phone. Now, I want you to choose. You have to take the piece of cheese off the fucking toilet seat to eat it or the piece of cheese off my cell phone and eat it. Which one are you going to choose, Mr. Fucking Scientist? Hey! Yeah, you're going to take the one off my fucking phone. Everyone's going to take that one off my phone. Every day, all day. So I don't know where the fuck they came up with this scientific study that a fucking public toilet seat is fucking cleaner than your fucking cell phone. Alright? Because I'll give you another fucking example. You, if you got two things to lick. Either you get to lick that fucking public toilet seat or you get to lick my fucking cell phone. Which one are you going to lick? Guaranteed, exactly. You're going to lick my cell phone every fucking time. So take that scientific study and cram it straight up your scientific asshole, okay? Just cram it right up there. I don't care if you do it northwest, south, or east, sideways. You can put a couple of fucking extra crinkles in the paper. Cram that shit up there and goodbye with your fucking scientific studies. Don't want to fucking hear them. But back to the fucking bird's nest. I prefer the bird's nest and the, over that stupid box of wax paper. Have you seen that fucking box of wax paper next to the fucking toilet? All right. First of all, whoever invented that stupid wax paper to put on the fucking toilet seat should be thrown off the fucking Empire State Building naked, okay? Let him hit the fucking ground nude and see what happens. I mean, that's the dumbest fucking invention because, first of all, people... My fucking ass ain't a fucking cookie, okay? I'm not putting my fucking ass on a piece of wax paper, putting it in the oven on 350 for 20 minutes and baking it, okay? My ass ain't a fucking cookie. I'm not putting it on that wax paper. Get rid of this. That's stupidest fucking shit i ever seen. And if you're having a fucking hot day, try peeling that fucking wax paper off your ass. You know what I'm saying? Now, get rid of it. Anytime I see a box of that, I'm the asshole. You never see them in the bathrooms because I'll throw the whole goddamn box away because it's the dumbest fucking invention I've ever fucking seen. So, yeah, that wax paper, get rid of it. Don't need it. Save wax papers for ba baking cookies and cupcakes and shit. That's what wax paper was invented for. Not your fucking ass. And another thing, when Crook Dog's sitting there taking his shit... You got them fucking people that like to come up. You got the door locked. They come up and hit the, the old door handle. You know, chicka, 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 chicka. Yeah, dickhead. You don't have to try it two or three times. You try it once. It's locked for a fucking reason. There's somebody in here. And then, then they want to knock. Hello? <laughs> what are you, an asshole? <laughs> hey, how you doing? What's going on? Yeah, I'm going to carry a full conversation with you. Dude, if the door is locked, there's no reason to fucking knock, okay? Because you're just an asshole. The door is locked because somebody is in there and fucking using it. And if you knock, I'm not going to answer you because you're an idiot. You're, don't fucking knock on the door. Don't try the door. See that's locked. And then you fucking knock. And then they want to say, how much longer are you going to be? 
Dude, I don't fucking know. Okay, sorry, I forgot my crystal ball at home, okay? I don't know how much longer this shit's gonna fucking take. And since you're a fucking complete asshole, I'm gonna sit here longer just because you're a dick. You try the door handle, it's locked, you walk away. Nope, now you wanted to knock. Now you wanted to fucking carry out a conversation. Goodbye. Now I'm sitting here even longer just to be a fucking asshole. And when I'm done, I'm not going to fucking disperse in my bird's nest, and I'm going to keep my floater in the fucking toilet just for you because you're a dick, <laughs> okay? So, God, so fucking irritating. And, uh, yeah, the people that do fucking, you know, leave the floaters behind, I only do it when somebody gets on my fucking nerves, they want to knock on the door and, you know, ask me how much longer I'm going to be and shit, but, you know, I'll leave the floater in there, but maybe that's why people do, but when you do walk into those bathrooms and see the fucking floater in there, dude, I don't want to see nobody else's shit, okay, because you see it more times than none, just flush, okay, just hit it, you might not want to touch the handle, you ever think about lifting up your foot and hitting it with your fucking foot, um, it, it, it goes down, okay? Just just flush the son of a bitch. Just get rid of it. Be done. Have a nice day. Whatever. That's my fucking bathroom fucking stories. That's my fucking sports cards stories. That's my fucking grass cutting stories. That's all the good stuff. Um, I'm going to leave you with this today. Oh, easy, easy, easy. I'm going to leave you with this one. I found a good one here. Like I said, uh, not going to use any real rock and roll music. I found an awesome cover song. Um... I did find, speaking of sports cards, I did find uh, the last couple of weeks I've been noticing Hulk Hogan. You guys remember Hulk Hogan? His 1985 fucking uh, wrestling card. Holy fuck, I probably had a stack of them. Dude, they're going, they're selling like hotcakes right now. Hulk Hogan, 1985. Fucking his WWF card where he's holding his fucking belt. They're selling for $100, $120 a pop. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? What am I missing here? Why all of a sudden Hulk Hogan? I've been seeing on a lot of them, a lot of the fucking sites. And uh, that made me look up this fucking song here, thinking about how I fucking threw away all my wrestling cards back in the day. Dude, uh, Kirk Dog used to go crazy when this song came on. I was like 11, 12 years old. Fucking, I'd be going nuts. Hulk Hogan was coming out, you know, fucking wrestling. Oh, those are the fucking good old days. Nowadays, wrestling's fucking trash. But anyway, thanks for joining me on my episode three, uh, Crook Dogs uh, Sports Cards Nation. Uh, hopefully I'll be back again soon. Hopefully I entertained everybody, made you giggle and laugh a little bit. If I didn't, hey, I understand. I'm an idiot. But anyway, this one's uh, we're gonna get we're gonna leave off here with a little uh, Real American by uh, Last Ditch effort that's right it's uh it's actually not a bad fucking uh, rendition of real american the old hulk hogan theme song that's right these guys are pretty good sorry i missed it they played at the old uh where was it at uh saint Catharines fiesta <laughs> sorry i missed that one last ditch effort but i will say this you guys do fucking put on a better uh show than course of chaos so let's uh check them out right here I'll see you guys soon. This is Crook Dog with uh, Latch, Latch, Last Ditch Effort. Look them up. Real American. See you guys soon. <laughs> Gotta love it. Here's to you, Hulkster. Sit tight, brother. <laughs> this next song is called Real American. What you gonna do when Real American comes rolling down on you, brother, with these 24 inch white hawks? You better enjoy this before America. Gotta love it.
Man, I think they had about 10 people watching them. That's what I'm talking about. Guys, show. Two people out front. One's dancing, the other one's sitting in a wheelchair. There they go, swinging around a Hulkamania. Probably a couple of years out there got the headbands on. Wearing his shirt. Fucking tank top. <laughs> and probably a couple of you freaks with wrestling boots. The fucking red ones. That's right. Here we go. Last ditch effort. Real American cover. Check them out, people. Gotta love it. Yeah. 